Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony, and welcome to this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Well, that was very soft. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's uh, it's early in the morning for some people, and I didn't want to wake anyone up too quickly. All right. You know, ease into the morning. Exactly. Okay. I mean, you should be awake if you're driving, but you know, people are working from home now. That is true. All right. Um, so we're going to start with some uh, interesting news here. Uh, Disney has joined TikTok. That's right. Disney Parks has joined TikToks on their new feature. It's not TikToks. Uh, TikToks. <laughs> Uh, is on TikTok with their new channel featuring the magic of Disney parks, experiences, and products. Um, I don't get TikTok. I guess the kids get it. Yeah. It's just another social media platform. I don't know. Maybe I need to. I mean, if Disney's on it, mm-hmm. I feel like, I don't know, maybe I'm not too old for it. Right. I looked at some of their clips. They've got some behind-the-scenes stuff related to uh, setting up um, – Setting up decorations. They had the cadaver dance before their appearance yesterday. They've got a little baby giraffe with its Aww, mama giraffe. Very cute. So there's a, there's a bunch of stuff on there. And I think TikTok is uh, very short clips, right? There's a short videos, maybe. There's a length, there's a max length that they can do. Oh, that was Snapchat. That's that's a number of characters. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> we have no idea. We're getting old. I don't know. All right. I don't even get the Twitters. <laughs> We're going to move on to the True Blue Color Collection, which is just out, and that is celebrating 40 years of Make-A-Wish. That's right. There seems to be a little theme this week with Make-A-Wish stories since they're celebrating their 40th anniversary. Um, But Disney has created the Wishes Come True Blue Color Collection, and uh, it's going to be around for a while. And any item purchased between now through World Wish Day, which is on April 29th of 2021, uh, in the U.S., Canada, and across Europe, Disney will donate 25% of the purchase price, up to $500,000, to Make-A-Wish. Nice. So this is the first color collection that celebrates and supports a nonprofit's impact and ongoing collaboration with Disney. So it's, of course, uh, head headgear, uh, shirts, face masks in this COVID uh, time. Spirit jerseys, t-shirts, long sleeve shirts, short sleeve shirts. I do really like the color. Yeah. I think it's funny that you called it headgear. Headgear? Headwear? Headwear. I don't know. Hats and ears and things like that. And, of course, there's the obligatory ears, lounge fly bags, Crocs, purses, mini backpacks. Whatever you want, you can get it. And in Aulani, there is a special uh, mini mouse ear headband with plumeria. Oh, I love plumeria. Can I see? Sure. Oh, very pretty. It has sparkles. I want that. And plumeria. Yeah. You know who grows plumeria? Who? Jason. Jason? Mm-hmm. Really? He's always moving around his, around his plumeria plants. I wonder if he's providing any of the plumeria for uh, the headbands. Maybe. I don't know. All right. Um, at Epcot, there have been some announcements to the new festivals that are coming up. That's right. Coming up first, we have the Taste of Epcot International Festival of the Holidays presented by Advent Health, which will take place from November 27th through December 30th at the Walt Disney World Resort. Um, This is a global celebration of seasonal cuisine at Holiday Kitchens located throughout the World Showcase, including three kitchens inside the World Showplace Events Pavilion. Um, They're going to have festival favorites like the slow-roasted turkey from the American Table, pork schnitzel at the Bavaria Holiday Holiday Kitchen, and beef bourguignon from the Yukon Holiday Kitchen. 
Uh, you can also sip, savor, and sample your way around the world. Um, and they've also made some other announcements that Mariachi Cobre will be singing uh, Mexican holiday songs. The Jammeters will grace the mill stage with their percussions. And uh, the Cookie Stroll will be back this year. Oh, good. Um, with a complimentary cookie as a reward for completing the collection. Uh, you will get to choose cookies from five different locations in the park. And then you can also purchase the new adorable cookie jar. It is uh, cute. That is cute. With Chip and Dale and Santa Claus. Um, they're going to have a new Olaf's Holiday Tradition Expedition, which is a an adventure around world, world showcase to round up holiday traditions that Olaf misplaces. Uh, you can purchase the expedition map at Mouse Gear, Disney Traders, or World Traveler at International Gateway and look at Olaf's throughout the World Showcase Pavilion. Once you find them all, you'll receive a gift worth melting for. Um, the holiday season across the rest of the resort begins on November 6th with seasonal celebrations at Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom, Disney Springs, and Disney Resort Hotels. And that's not all. Wait, um, are they just skipping over Thanksgiving? They are. Thanksgiving is never that big of a holiday. But they usually like are still decorated for Thanksgiving. They don't put up like Christmas stuff until the weekend, like the night after Thanksgiving, like Thanksgiving night, they usually put up the Christmas decorations. Well, they'll probably still do that. Yeah. I mean, they leave the fall decorations out until Thanksgiving weekend, and then it magically transforms into... Uh, yeah. I don't know. You're talking about some holiday things starting, some but they're also not holiday doing, things. they're also not doing a lot of the resort decorations that they do, like the uh, gingerbread house of Grand Floridian. They probably, right. if they're not doing the gingerbread house, they might not do a lot of the other chocolate displays that they do. Probably not. So, um, but going back to Epcot... Uh, there is a bunch of news related to what is going on. Uh, there's going to be a Santa Claus promenade where old St. Nick will take a grand tour around the World Showcase in a horse-drawn carriage calling out happy, uh, happy holiday wishes to all. Mickey and Friends Holiday World Tour, which will be Mickey and Friends dressed in their seasonal finest, waving to pals throughout the World Showcase. And then there will be a frozen holiday promenade. Um, which is uh, Queen Anna and Elsa ring in the season, journeying from country to country and waving to their fans along the way. Who would have thought that waving to people would uh, would be a big deal? Yeah, it is, though. Um, if you like musical performances, uh, there will be uh, performances at various stages. Uh, Joyful, a celebration of the season, uh, will celebrate Christmas and Kwanzaa with uplifting gospel, R&B, and holiday songs performed by the Joyful Vocal Ensemble in the, ensemble in the World Showcase. The Voices of Liberty will have their Voices of Season, which is an a cappella uh, celebration of holiday music with uh, the Voices of Liberty dressed as Dickens carolers. Uh, La Posadas with Mariachi Cobre. We mentioned that uh, mm -hmm. before. Yeah. Now, they will be joined by a pair of colorf colorful dancers oh, that's nice. uh, for this performance. And then the Jammeters will be at the Mill Stage with uh, fun and merriment throughout the holiday season. The Mill Stage, where's that? Uh, is that the one off to the side, like by Canada? Is that the that's the is that the main one in front of I think America? The, I, think, I think it is the Mill Stage by Canada. We'll have to look that up during a lull when, okay. you're, when you're talking at some point. Okay. Um, and then they are going to have Gingerbread Capital City at the American Adventure, so it will be a, a patriotic gingerbread gingerbread display, paying homage to some of the nation's most iconic landmarks, including the United States Capitol, Martin Luther King Jr. Memorial, and a five foot tall Washington Monument. So that is exciting if you enjoy gingerbread. Who doesn't enjoy gingerbread? Oh, I don't enjoy looking at it. I enjoy uh, smelling it. 
So there is also a list of the holiday kitchens that are going to be around this year, if you would like to take that story. Oh, you know how I love this. I know. It's food. Let's see what we've got here. Um, the American Holiday Table at the American Adventure, a seasonal salute, dig into traditional dishes reminiscent of Grandma's cooking at the American Adventure Pavilion, uh, Bavaria Holiday Kitchen in Germany, uh, heartwarming holiday dishes and refreshing beverages. Nothing says Christmas like schnitzel. That's true. I mean, maybe in Germany that's what it says. Right. Uh, Citrus Blossom, which is in the Showcase Plaza, toasts the holidays with breathtaking beverages. Have you ever had a breathtaking beverage? Never. (laughs) Cherry Coke Zero. Uh, That include the orange cream shake in a souvenir orange bird sipper cup. That Uh just screams holidays to me. It does. Uh, Festival favorites at the World Showplace, from blackened bass to duck confit, from frozen s'mores to tropical eggnog. Um, Holiday Hearth at the World Showplace, Discover the hearth you'll call home with special desserts, milkshakes, hot chocolate, and much more. Uh, holiday sweets and treats. Uh, rock around the Christmas tree with goodies sure to top the nice list. Okay. Um, that's at the Promenade Refreshments. La Chaim Holiday Kitchen between Morocco and France uh, will have deli noshes with a side of New York flair. Uh, La Marche de Noël. Holiday Kitchen in France, uh, wine and specialty cocktails, and food also. Um, what is this one? Malay Kalamaka? It must be Hawaiian, yes. Malay Kalamaka. Malay Kalamaka is the island's way. Thanks for singing, Tony. Uh, you can get some Hawaiian dishes there and beverages. Posadas Holiday Kitchen in Mexico. Uh, celebrate with mariachi dancing and south of the border fair. That's in the Mexican pavilion. Prost in the World Showplace. A cool brew from some of the finest regional breweries. Sapphire Holiday Kitchen in Morocco. Um, flavors of North Africa. Shanghai Holiday Kitchen. That's in the China pavilion. Um, they have popular plates and Potables from China. Shiwasu Holiday Kitchen from Japan. That's easy for you to say. No, it's really not. Um, Japanese festive dishes and drinks. Tuscany Holiday Kitchen in Italy. Uh, Yeah, best loved Italian seasonal food and beverages. Yukon Holiday Kitchen in Canada. Uh, Delicious dishes and libations from the Great White North. And then they also have some additional locations, a funnel cake, uh, at the funnel cake location, they have a sweet potato casserole funnel cake. I don't know about that. At Joffrey's, uh, they're adding a caramel tinsel latte and donut for the holidays. At the refreshment outpost, they're going to have a warm brown sugar stuffed pretzel with soft serve ice cream and chocolate sauce. Good Lord. Do you think there's actual tinsel in that tinsel coffee? I don't even care. I, I want it. At the refreshment port in the Showcase Plaza, they're going to add. Uh, they're going to have holiday poutine and specials like T.G. Lee eggnog with spiced rum. Oh, that's uh, that's a full plate. Yeah, that's a lot of things. I think we get to try all of those things because we, we're supposed to be there at the beginning of December. So we we'll definitely, see. we definitely won't go hungry during that. No, as long as we bring our credit card. All right. Uh, for your information, the Mill Stage is the stage next to Canada. Okay. So that is where uh, Off Kilter used to play. 
And if you are interested in doing that Olaf scavenger hunt, the map and sticker set will cost you $7.99. Okay. And then you get your free gift. But you have to pay $7.99 for the map. All right. All right. All right. What do we have next? Good deal. Is that all of the... Don't we have another international festival coming up? There is another international festival coming up, and that would be the Taste of Epcot International Festival of the Arts, which begins on January 8th, 2021. And this is a celebration, a global celebration, of visual, culinary, and performing arts. Uh, The festival will run from January 8th through February 22nd, um, and uh, more details will come. But uh, what we know so far is there will be over 15 food studios. Mm-hmm. So we have food kitchens at Christmas. Right. That makes food sense. Food studios for the International Festival of the Arts. Um, you can explore and purchase brilliant and diverse works of Disney and other invited artists that will be on display. You can step into a scene at special photo locations located throughout the park. There will You can participate in a paint-by-number mural that is serves as a collaborative art project for visitors and guests. Uh, You can watch visiting artists create magic before your eyes. You can catch performances by your favorite Epcot musical artists who are... Mariachi Cobra. And? Jammeters. Jammeters, because that's pretty much all that's left. Right. Uh, There will be an artful scavenger hunt featuring Figment uh, around the World Showcase. And then, of course, you can shop for festival-exclusive merchandise. Of course. Yes. So that is all the information that we have right now on the... Uh, Taste of Epcot International Festival of the Arts. What dates did you say that was? January 8th through February 22nd. Okay. And I like how they now say Taste of Epcot. And then, because it used to be, I thought it was just the International Festival of the Arts before. Right. But now they want to incorporate food and everything. Right. So it is the Taste of Epcot International Festival. Yeah, I don't really understand how a Festival of the Arts has anything to do with food. Well, it's culinary arts. That's an actual degree. Yeah, that's true, I guess. Um... So the cadaver dance are one of the best part of Halloween at the Magic Kingdom. And they're not doing the Halloween parties, so they haven't really been around that much. But they're they're actually performing now. They're performing on the Disney Parks blog. They did it last night, oh. a special performance. They're not live in person? They Well, they were live last night. But of course, like most Disney Parks blog performances, it should be available. Uh, and when it is available, I will link it up. But they are uh, in their cadaverous form mm-hmm. uh, and they are i believe they were performing at the uh, outside the haunted mansion okay but they were actually in person performing. they were in person in the parks okay correct? that's cool in full costume it wasn't it wasn't like the music from home series that we've been getting from them right the past few months neat yes all right um disneyland news which is never good news um they have canceled their reservations now through november 7th I mean, there's not much more to say about that. They just keep pushing things out. No, they keep pushing things back. So that's fine. Um, and then Disneyland has emailed their annual pass holders about um, possible opening restrictions. Yes, they have uh, emailed annual pass holders uh, to let them know um, that there are going to be uh, restrictions that are based on the reopening guidelines um, and that despite their proven ability to operate with uh, responsible health and safety protocols, uh, the news from the governor's office means that the theme parks will not be reopening as soon as expected. Um, Disneyland says that they are heartbroken and disappointed and understand that you may feel the same way. Um, they know that people may have a lot of questions and uh, they will have more information to share on the future of the AP program soon. Uh, They want people to know that they seek solutions to bring the cast back to work and get the local economy moving so that they can share the magic and joy of theme parks with everyone again. Um, They do give out an annual passport member services number, um, but uh, 
Yeah. They're People just... are just having a sit tight out there until yep. they figure out what's going on. Yep. Okay. And then um, also in Disneyland news, Disneyland is considering some legal options. Yeah, they are. Um, according to an article in the Orange County Register, uh, the California Attractions and Parks Association, CAPA, mm-hmm. who has probably never gotten as much press as they no. have in the past month uh, right. in their entire existence, right. um, have stated that theme parks are considering legal action to change the reopening guidelines. Uh, it seems that anything is possible and they are keeping all option open, all options open to mitigate the unachievable, what they are calling unachievable state guidelines. Um, so uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. All right. But they're not the only people that had something to say. No. Um, I guess the president of Disneyland had some things to say, too. That's right. Ken Potrock, who I continue to say looks like he belongs in a Flintstones episode. Yeah, he does. Uh, even with his last name. Um, but he, uh, following up his public statement, had a, another message for cast members, uh, you know, saying that it's difficult uh, news to give out. But despite their best efforts to advocate for a different outcome, the governor's office announced that uh, theme parks have been placed in the most restrictive category. It's challenging. He's disappointed. Uh, yada, yada, yada. We've proven, you know, on the strength of opening our other parks that we can do it responsibly. Um, and he's just trying to to get the you know, cast members out in Disneyland to hold their heads up. Right. And to know that it's not them, you know, it's not Disney. Uh, it's, um, you know, it's the governor, it's California. And if they could bring everybody back, they would. Right. Um, so, you know, I guess that that's all they can do. Yeah. And my, my favorite story there was just that the considering legal options, because I'm curious, you know, what can they do? Is, is it, you know, can you go over the, the head of the governor? Right. Because that's craziness. You've got this one guy making all these decisions. It's not a board. It's not a group. It's this one guy. And uh, it just doesn't seem right. Of course, by the time it all goes to court and trial and all that stuff, the you know level will be down to yellow or whatever chartreuse, whatever color they need to get to. Maybe, but then do they have? Do they have some recourse? Right. You know, you ruined our business. You ruined the business of of all the little businesses by us. Yep. I don't know. All right. Um, and now, moving to Disney World. The Disney World Resort discounts, not the, some, uh, Disney World Resort discounts have been released for early 2021. Yeah, there are savings of up to 35% most nights, January 3rd through April 17th. Uh, These discounts can be booked through March 15th. Of course, it's all based on availability. And for the first time that in the 11 years I've been doing Disney travel sales, um, we're now seeing gradients come through on the discounts. So it is a 35% discount for most of your deluxe villa categories for most nights. And then on Friday and Saturday nights, uh, during a certain time period, it's only a 25% discount. (laughs) So we're seeing them play with the ranges within the discount, uh, promotional window. Um, but you know, once again, uh, deluxe villas, you're looking at 25 or 30% uh, 35% discount in the deluxe resorts. You're looking at a 35% discount moderates. You're looking at a 25% discount and in the value resorts, you're looking at a 20% discount. Um, what's excluded are three bedroom villas, campsites, cabins at Copper Creek villas and cabins, uh, at Disney's wilderness lodge and bungalows at the Disney's Polynesian village and bungalows, which is pretty typical, right? 
All right. And then I'm excited for this news, but reservations are now being accepted for all-star movies. Oh, hold on. What? I'm, I'm not done with discounts. I hate when you do that. Well, I'm so used to you introducing each story, but you went, you made me go to a new format tonight and I'm not ready. Uh, so the annual pass holder discounts have been released. Uh, and that is annual pass holders can save up to 40% on select Disney Resort hotel stays for most nights, January 3rd through April 17th. Um, and those can be booked through April 17th of 2021. Uh, they do have the same restrictions apply. And then before Cheryl gets on to the next story, uh, there have also been some discounts released for Florida residents where Florida residents can save up to 35% on certain rooms. And those can be booked through April 17th of 2021. Okay, next story. You're yeah, excited you for Yeah, you already it. took the wind out of my sails. Yeah, they're reopening uh, all-star movies at some point. No, get the wind back in your no, sails. No, wind's out of my sails. Go ahead, tell the story. Nope. Look, I'm blowing the wind back no. in your sails. Um, all-star movies resort is going to be reopening on February 9th of 2021. Reservations are now available. Yay. Through your favorite travel agent, who <laughs> Cheryl does not really like right now. No. <laughs> I still like you. All right. Um, well, Disney World has extended their flexible cancellation policy, which is good news. If you're looking to book all-star movies through Tony, there's uh, no it's no risk. That's right. Previously, this policy was in effect through December 31st, but Disney has now extended their flexible cancellation policy through April 30th of 2021. Do you know what the flexible cancellation policy entails? Um, you can cancel up to like the day before, can't you? You can cancel up to the date of check-in. Okay. So... Uh, if with you, no, and get your entire deposit with, back. Right, right. So normally that full deposit, you lose your deposit 30 days out in a normal world. Right. Um, but this flexible cancellation policy allows you to recoup all of your deposits and any monies you've paid towards the reservation uh, prior to your arrival. So, you know, if you're thinking of going and you don't want to go because you don't know what the status of travel is going to be in two months or six months, uh, know that you have that flexibility to get all of your funds back without yeah. having to have travel insurance, which is nice. Right. And, uh, and and travel insurance is so weird. I'm not even sure that it necessarily covers pandemic. Right. You know, I mean, if the park, if the park wasn't open, maybe, but if, a, if the park is open and you just are afraid and you don't want to travel because of the pandemic, that's, that yeah, wouldn't that's be covered, covered by travel insurance. So um, it's nice that they're doing this. And I have to say that it makes me a lot more comfortable about booking, you know, a trip for um, for early December because we, we don't know how things are going to change. And, you know, it's possible we won't feel comfortable going. So right. we will see. All right. Um, oh, changes have been happening uh, to the Halloween festivities at Fort Wilderness. That's right. Fort Wilderness, Halloween is a big thing. Halloween and Christmas are, are two very big uh celebration seasons uh, at the Fort Wilderness uh, Resort and Campground. Um, but this year, uh, based on guidance from health authorities, trick-or-treating is not going to be permitted at the campground this year. Um, any activities and or gatherings should be limited to just those in your travel party. But what they still will allow is uh, golf cart and campsite decorating contests. Love that. Pet costume contests and a pumpkin carving contest. Um, they're also going to host a new pumpkin scavenger hunt uh, for guests of all ages who will also be able to participate in decorating their own mini pumpkin. Uh, costumes are allowed, but they're just reminding guests that a costume mask is never a substitute for a required face covering. <laughs> um, and uh, that, that's pretty much it. So, you okay. know, uh, they're still doing the site decoration, yeah. which is big. 
Uh, I think the big thing there is that the kids <clears throat> kids go trick-or-treating between campsites. That would be a bad idea. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's if you're in a in your home, some people are, you know, going back and forth about whether or not they should do they should have trick-or-treating or, you know, turn their light on. But, you know, if you're in your home, you can sort of leave a basket outside and Yeah, but then do you want people reaching into that basket? Spreading their germs? Well, you know, you have your pre-done little bags of things, okay. that kind of thing. But right. I mean, you know, are we setting up candy this year? I yes. Full size bars. I, have you went to my house? Do I even give out candy? I'm not even allowed to have a full size bar. No, I don't give out candy. I give out uh, potato chips. Okay. And so that's an easy thing, or this it's kind of bag, thing, right. because and 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 not for not a variety of flavors, just plain Lay's, because. Then there's no digging through to find the flavor you like. Story of my life. Plain Lays. Plain That's Lays. what you like, story of your life. That's true. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if you'd like to get a bag of Lays for uh, Halloween, 42 Birchwood Road. Stop, stop on, on by. by. All right. Um, the local 362 union has announced that no part-time attractions or part-time custodian cast members are going to be laid off. That's the story right there. I mean... How come the union gets to announce this? Shouldn't that be like something that Disney announces? Um, I, I guess the big announcement is that Disney has stopped calling people. So now the union can announce that none of their people are getting let go. Gotcha. And the reason they're not getting let go is because of the full-time displacement process, which I'm not even sure what that means. No. just Let's just take the, the news as, as it is. Let's just be thankful that the rides will continue to run and trash will continue to be empty. Very important. Um, Disney is taking ownership of all the World Showcase Morocco businesses. Yeah, this is uh, an interesting turn of events. Um, but Disney World is going to be officially assuming operations of all Morocco Pavilion businesses at Epcot, including all food and beverage and merchandise locations. Um, very, very interesting. Uh, the um, Morocco Board of Tourism and Moroccan government are still going to, I'm sorry, Moroccan Embassy will still continue to be involved with the pavilion as cultural consultants, mm-hmm. but they will no longer have any business uh, dealings there. That kind of makes sense. I'm so, kind of surprised they ever did. I don't... Yeah. it's uh, That was one of the few pavilions that operated independently from Disney World. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of weird. Like, yeah, you want the consultants from the country so that, you know, things are authentic, but for them to actually own it seems just a little odd. Right. All right. Um... My Disney experience has added a park pass button. So that would be a button, um, presumably, to make park pass reservations. That's right. Those park pass reservations right now can only be made through a web-based browser on a computer. Um, but this is really kind of a non-story. The button's been added, but it's not functional. Well, I mean, it's not a non-story because if you bother to add the buttons, then it's only a matter of probably a short matter of time until it's a right. functional button. Right. And so. if you do tap on the button inside the app, it just brings you to your web browser. Okay. So you can still get to the park pass. Right. You're ju- it's just that extra step of going through my Disney experience. Right. Okay. Um, California Adventure has... Um, hmm. No. 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 Um, <laughs> How are you going to get out of this one? I can't. Uh, in California, at Downtown Disney, the Starbucks has now released... Uh, more of the stylized map tumblers. We had announced already the uh, Hollywood Studios one. No. Where no, am I? So I, I think someone's had a little bit of a nip. No, I just, weren't there four mugs? There were four mugs. So so last week, 
Yeah. We talked about how Starbucks released a stylized map mug of California Adventure okay. out in California. Right. At Disney Springs. Yes. Well, this week in Walt Disney World, oh. four new ceramic tumbler mugs from Starbucks have debuted. And they each feature a stylized map of one of the, of the theme parks. Okay, so my confusion here is, what about the other park in California? Was that Tumblr ever released? I'm sure there will, there will be a Disneyland Tumblr at some point. There probably already is. It just wasn't a story on here. Would you buy these Tumblrs? No. No. I like them. I don't need another Tumblr. Okay. I have so many. I mean, they're cute. If I didn't have any Tumblrs, maybe I'd buy one. Well, then I'm going to go break all your Tumblrs. Well, that might work. Uh, they're ceramic. They're big. They're twenty four ninety nine. They're available in Starbucks. All right. Well, I'm glad we could screw up that story. Um, <laughs> we? Me. You. You told it to me poorly. Oh, it's my fault. Yeah. Uh, the Tokyo Disney Resort is refunding all annual passes um, in order to reset and restart at zero. That's right. They are canceling all annual passport extensions and ending their lottery system after December 2020. Um, yeah, they're just, they're starting from scratch. Yeah, maybe that's the thing to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then um, Disneyland Paris trying to be um, conservational. Is that a word? Uh, good. Um, sure. Conservational. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's good. By, good uh, stewards of the environment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by putting up a solar field. Yeah, uh, they are putting up one of the largest solar canopy projects in Europe. Uh, and the first look has been revealed today. It's supposed to be completed by 2023. Uh, this is going to cut the local emissions of CO2 by 750 tons per year, uh, which will be a new milestone in Disneyland Paris's environmental commitment. Um, this will also lower greenhouse gases. Um, and the interesting thing about this is they are going to be 42 acres of solar panels, which will generate 31 gigawatt hours per year. Um, essentially, they are going to be light up. Uh, they're going to be solar panels that go over uh, the parking lot mm -hmm. uh, and your cars. Um, and at night, a section of it will light up in the shape of Mickey Mouse that will be visible from the sky. Oh, that's cool which is uh, pretty cool. Yeah. So, you know, I've seen some stores, some malls around our area doing it. But yeah, the Walmart by us has it, but it's just It's a usually section. maybe, you know, 10 spots yeah. or 20 spots. It's nothing big. But it's nice because they're shady. It is. They do provide shade. They're big enough to cover And uh, it covers, cars. I mean, around here, it covers if there's snow. Right. You know, you end up with some spots that right. aren't, so it's raining. Might not be a bad option. I'd love to see Florida do that. Yeah, I mean, right in the sun, yep. and and people's cars get just absolutely like ovens. Right. So it would be nice to not. Have you know, that. there is no better place to put a solar panel than in the sun. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. All right, um, and then we have one more story about SeaWorld. Uh, SeaWorld is now offering behind-the-scenes looks at their animal care areas. That's right. SeaWorld Orlando is introducing several limited-run, limited-capacity experience to showcase their animal care facilities. Um, it's part of what they call their inside look promotion, which will include multiple trainer talk sessions. Um, it's included in the regular theme park admission, and these are scheduled for November 7th, 8th, 14th, and 15th. Uh, you're going to get a look at the SeaWorld Rescue Center, which deals with life-saving care, the Zoological Commissary, which is where they handle the diets for the park's animals, Antarctica, the Empire of the Penguins and its residents, a topside view at Shark Encounter, uh, the sea lions and harbor seals of Pacific Point Preserve, and behind-the-scenes activities for the orca encounter. 
Um, operating hours are listed as 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. on event days. Um, but, you know, like I mentioned earlier, they are significantly limited in their availability. Okay. Do you have um, to sign up for them ahead of time? You don't. Oh. Uh, but you have to do have you do have to have park reservations to enter SeaWorld. Right. Um, but I'm just wondering, once you're in there, there's got to be a limited capacity to actually do those particular correct, things. Correct. Correct. And then this event is sandwiched between the end of SeaWorld's Halloween Spooktacular and their craft beer festivals uh, and the beginning of their Christmas festivities, which begin on November 21st. So hopefully we'll get some details on the SeaWorld uh, Christmas festivities. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You got anything else? That's it. All right. So have a great weekend, everybody. Until Monday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. <laughs>